Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, all right, all right. I'm excited. That's my Matthew McConaughey uh, introduction, if you haven't picked that up or not. Um, I, I like to start it off with a little bit of fire. Anyways, guys, I'm here to talk about some really, really hard stuff. The number one reason men struggle with intimacy in their marriage is because they are liars, true or false. And that has really opened up some great dialogue. So I wanted to talk about this idea of lying to ourselves. As a man uh, growing up, I was taught certain things about what a man looks like, what a man says, how a man talks, all of these things. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman, really. I think every single person lies to themselves. We are lying to ourselves about all kinds of things. You can lie to yourself about your eating habits, your weight. You can lie to yourself about um, your health prognosis. You can lie to yourself about the, you know, what kind of provider you are. You can lie to yourself about all kinds of shit. And it really is rooted in some things that we're going to talk about. But I wanted to really like get focused on this idea that lying to ourselves leads to a path. Okay. And that path is that when we lie to ourselves and we can't be honest with ourselves, then how the fuck can we be honest with our wives? How the hell can we be honest with somebody in our life, like our children? How can we, if we can't be honest with ourselves, how can we call ourselves men of integrity? How can we call ourselves men who actually do what they say they're going to fucking do? We can't, we can't. And this is hard because there's not one person that doesn't lie to themselves. There's not one. I lie to myself about all kinds of shit in my life because I don't want to face it. I would much rather lie and go, you know what? I'm not really dealing with that. I'm okay in this area and it's going to be all right. And I can't tell you how many phone calls we get on with guys who will share their feelings and share, you know, some half truths about their life. But when push comes to shove and you ask for uh, certain commitments, whether to themselves, to our VIP program, to investing in themselves, they start to fucking lie. And it's like crazy because you'll sit there and listen and go, you know, a second ago, you just told me this is what you want and all of these things. I had a guy last week who was just all over the place emotionally and I know that our program can help him 100%. We have certain breathing exercises, we have techniques, we have different things we can help him to even just calm down emotionally so he can deal with the shit that's going on in his life. And, and as we got closer to the end of the call, he suddenly threw his hands up and said, you know what, Never mind. this isn't for me and all this stuff. And I was like, wait a second, what happened? And he's like, well, blah, 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 right? And he just like spilled out all these fucking lies that he was lying to himself about. And then he hung up and it was like, this guy called me for help, wanted help, wanted to experience 
uh, freedom, confidence, power, joy, all the things that the guys in our VIP program and our Thrive program actually get. And he says, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And then suddenly the lies started flooding his mind and he started lying to himself about what he was capable of doing or what was possible. And this is why we try to actually talk with you to find out, are you in the right place emotionally, mentally? Is this the right time for you? Because not everyone's ready for, for what we do. Because when you come into the VIP program, I hold your ass to the fire. I call you accountable. I will call you out, not in front of people and make fun of you or anything like that, but individually I'll call you out on your bullshit because that's what we do. We call out bullshit so that you can live a life of truth. Okay. So if you're lying to yourself, you're going to lead, you're going to lie to your wife. You're going to lie to your wife, which makes her vulnerable. Okay. When we lie to our, our, ourselves, we lie to our wives that causes an emotional disconnect. Okay. That lying is an emotional disconnect. You felt it. You felt it being in that room with her, being in that bed with her, looking across the, you know, the car from her and you're lying you can't be honest, whether it's something you did, something you feel, whatever, and that causes this emotional disconnect. So when a woman feels emotionally disconnected from a man, she becomes vulnerable. And not only is she vulnerable to the marriage, she's vulnerable to other men. So when a guy comes to me and says, well, my wife's having an affair, it's all her fault and all this shit, and I'm like, whoa, bro, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're right. She chose to go do what she did. She chose to, you know, open her legs. She chose to do those things. However, what the fuck were you doing? Where did you allow the emotional disconnect to happen? When your wife says, I want out of the marriage, whether she's cheating or not, there is somewhere along the lines that you have allowed, you have created an environment that has caused her to disconnect because you've disconnected from her and she's not feeling that emotional connection. Here's the thing. The only thing you can really do right now at this point is to be honest and vulnerable. None of us want to fucking be vulnerable. Vulnerability is scary as fuck to the average man. Great book, uh, Dare to Lead. That's right, it's over there in my corner. Dare to Lead by Brene Brown has some really good, interesting um research around the idea of vulnerability. And did you know that we all need vulnerability? That vulnerability is actually a strength, not a weakness? See, most men are, are like, we develop in this arena of being tough and like sucking it up, right? There's this whole thing on, you know, alpha male versus beta male bullshit, right? There's all this stuff out there. Like you got to be an alpha male and, and all this other stuff. And, and it's like, we're taught we're pansies or we're girls or whatever. We're effeminate if we have emotions and feel, and it's all fucking lies. It's all fucking lies. There is not one man. I don't care the toughest motherfucker you bring me. There's not one man out there that doesn't feel something emotional. There's not one man that hasn't been hurt. Those narcissist assholes, those alpha male assholes, those guys have felt pain and they decided, you know what, instead of me leaning into the pain and getting healing, I'm going to develop a new way of responding. Anybody ever seen the movie Hitch? I love Hitch. think it's one of the funniest movies of 2005. I think that's when it came out. And it's the story of Will Smith and Kevin James. Kevin James is this like, 
loser guy. Will Smith is this guy who's like super, you know, like the date whisperer, the date doctor, whatever the hell he is. And his whole thing is he can help a guy get to pretty much uh, a place of long-term relationship after three dates. And so he builds this persona of being this like date guy and like really into love and all these things. And then of course, in the midst of this, he meets a girl, meets a woman. And in that context, he's called out to be vulnerable to her and he couldn't fucking do it. And there's some flashback scenes to show where the wound happened that created the lie that created this fake self, this false self that he had to live from that said, I can't be vulnerable because women will crush me. Women will hurt me. And there are so many of you that are living from that place, that are living from this place that if I am vulnerable with my wife, she is going to hurt me. A lot of it comes from childhood trauma, parents, mother, father, whatever. Maybe you were abused sexually, physically, emotionally. All of these things say, I cannot be vulnerable. Guys, that's a scary fucking place to be because when you can't be vulnerable with another human being, that means you can't be intimate with them. And when you can't be intimate with someone, you lack connection. You're going to find connection somewhere else. You're going to look for it in drugs. You're going to look for it in porn. You're going to look for it in, in drugs or, or drinking alcohol. You're going to look for it in working. You're going to look for it in all kinds of places because you are too scared to be vulnerable all because of shame. Guys, shame is driving you. And if you're being driven by shame, you're fucked. So here's what shame is. Shame says you're not lovable because of what you've done. Shame says you're not lovable because of what you've done. Okay. It looks at your indiscretions, your failures, your sins, your whatever, and says, well, because you did those things, you're not lovable. So therefore you have to be disconnected. You don't deserve love. Shame also says there's something wrong with you because you always mess up or because you mess up. Shame says there's something wrong with you because you mess up. And so as we lean into that shame and we form this identity of I'm a shameful man and I have to hide my emotions and my weaknesses Therefore, this woman has to see me as this tough guy. This woman has to see me as this leader who's always got his shit together. Because if I don't, what will happen? Where will I go? If, if Where will she go? She'll leave me if she sees that I'm vulnerable. Here's the thing, is that a lot of those emotions, are a lot of it's just the child stuff. It's like that little boy in you. Right. Like when she said, I don't love you anymore, when she when you found out she was cheating, when all those things happen, you go to this place of feeling like a 10 year old boy, a five year old boy, a six year old boy, maybe a 12 year old boy, because in that place, it resonates with your mind and your soul where it's like you remember, oh, this is what it feels like to be a child because I'm no longer in control. I no longer have a say. And so what you do is you start that clingy thing. Oh, babe, we can work on it. We can fix this. Um, just come back to the house. You start controlling. You start yelling. You start throwing things. You start getting emotional. All this shit because you now suddenly don't have control. So this guy who didn't have emotional connection with his wife loses the emotional connection because of shame. So shame is driving all of this shit in your life. And so therefore she backs out, backs away, says, I don't want to be married anymore because she's not emotionally connected to you and you're blaming her 
and you're blaming the guy and you're blaming everyone instead of looking at your own fucking self. And this is where the empowered man comes to the crossroads and we say, listen, I don't care what she's done. I don't care what she said. I don't care about anything other than you as a man. If you come into my VIP program, you are coming from the auspicion and the knowing that we are going to work on you. And we are going to put you in the most powerful position possible to receive your wife back regardless. Okay. No matter what happens, no matter where she goes, you can't escape you. You can't divorce you. You can't go away from you. What you can do is take what is happening in your marriage right now as a check engine light. How many of you know you're driving down the road 60 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, and your check engine light comes on? Some of you are just going to keep driving. You're like, ah, oh, fuck that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Until suddenly you blow a head gasket or until suddenly the transmission goes out or some crazy thing that happens. Instead of actually dealing with the shit, you just go, well, it's the salesman's fault because he sold me a faulty car. Uh, last week, week and a half ago, my car is about six months old, got less than 100. Uh, it's not brand new. It's, I bought it six months ago, has less than 100,000 miles on it. And I'm driving to Chick-fil-A, get me a little breakfast on the way to L.A. Uh, we were about to fly out. Um, and I pull in and then I realize, oh, shit, I kind of came in the wrong way because now it's like not open. So I put it in reverse. And when I put it in reverse, it didn't go anywhere. I'm like, oh, fuck. There was no check engine light. There was nothing that came on. And then it was like, OK, I put it in drive. And it was like nothing. It was like so. Any of you mechanics out there, you know my transmission was fucked. My transmission was gone, and so I immediately had a decision to make. Okay, I can cry about this, I can whine about this, or I can do something. So I obviously got on the phone, found a transmission shop, had them send a tow truck, had it get up on the thing and go. They called me back hours later, said, "Hey, it's going to be thirty-three hundred dollars." Fuck. What do I want to do? I want to blame the sales guy who sold me the car, quote unquote, knowing it was bad. I want to blame Lincoln. I want to blame whoever. I want to blame the transmission guy and say, no, you're wrong. It shouldn't be that much and whatever. Like I want to blame everybody, but that's not the truth. The truth is the transmission went out and it was an opportunity for me to go, okay, I'm going to invest more into this car. It sucks, but that's what I'm going to have to do. Get this, I get the car back Monday. On Wednesday, I'm driving down the street, coming back to, to, uh, to the house. When I come back to the house, I get out of the car and I hear And I was like, what the fuck? I look out and my car is going down. The tire in my, my rear tire had been completely punctured and it was going down like really fast, like it was flat. I'm like, holy shit. So I called discount tire. I tell them, hey, I've got this tire. You got it? And they're like, yep, we'll send a tow truck. Tow truck goes, comes, they call me and they said, hey, Mr. Santiago, unfortunately, you don't just need one new tire. You probably need three. And well, if you're going to get three, you probably should get four. And I don't know about you guys, but damn, that was an upsell, right? And I'm like, fuck, I just spent $3,300 on this car. And now I've got to spend another $1,067 on, on two days later. So within a matter of two days, I spent $4,300 cash on my car. But why did I do it? Because there was an indicator that said to me, your tires are flat, motherfucker. You need to call discount tire and get this shit taken care of. 
But how many of you right now, you know your tire's flat, you know your transmission's out, and you're still trying to fucking drive by yourself? You're still trying to make it work, make it happen somehow. You're trying to blame the car salesman. You're trying to blame discount tire. You're trying to blame all these people instead of looking under the hood and saying, you know what? It ain't anybody's fault right now other than my own. I've just got to take care of it. I didn't cause the, the tire to go flat. I didn't cause the transmission to go out, but I had to take care of it because that's what leaders do. They don't let shame get in the way of where they're supposed to be. They don't, they don't sit there and make excuses. Whether she's left or not doesn't matter, Ling. It doesn't matter. What matters is who you're going to be tomorrow and today. That's all that fucking matters. So many of you are so focused on the end goal of making her come back. And let me tell you, I've done that before. I manipulated my ex-wife to come back multiple times. And let me tell you, we never got to the root cause of the issue and the marriage ended in divorce. And when you don't get to the root issue on both sides, not just my side, but her side as well, when you don't actually get to the root, she hasn't fully come back to the marriage. You will consistently find yourself in the same position. So that is why we do not teach you to manipulate your wife into coming back to the marriage, especially when there's been an affair that has taken place. Because as a, as a person who's lived through multiples of those, until she gets her healing, until she goes to therapy, until she deals with the shit that made her do what she did, and until you deal with what made you come to a place of emotionally disconnecting from her, you're always going to make excuses. Shame says, if I'm vulnerable and honest, then I'll get hurt. Shame says, if I should do this, I should do that. I should do this. I should go here. I should do all these things that you guys are doing. You are shooting all over yourself and you need to stop shooting all over yourself. Because should is shame. If you want to move forward, if you want to be a man of truth, if you want to be an empowered man, you've got to stop lying to yourself. And the best way to do that is to get fucking honest with yourself. Get alone, get a journal, get whatever, and really start to go, where am I lying to myself right now? What are the areas that I'm not being honest with myself right now? If you're struggling with how do I take responsibility, we've got a great video uh, uh, that you can watch on how to take responsibility in your marriage, okay? Because there are two people in a marriage, she's contributed 50% towards the failure, you've contributed 50% towards the failure. There is not one marriage, I've never seen one marriage end or get to a place of an affair or get to a place where somebody wants out where both parties were not contributing to the failure of the marriage. I don't care how good your shit smells. It's still shit. It doesn't matter. It's still shit. Your, uh, there's a, a biblical saying that says your righteousness is as filthy as rags. Okay. And until you actually accept that reality, you are lying to yourself. I would say the majority of men in this group, I would say the majority of men I talk to, I would say myself at some times and some occasions are lying to ourselves. 
And the majority of you in here are lying to yourself about your relationship. You're lying to yourself about what you need to work on because you're so afraid. You've got so much shame. You're afraid if you look at that truth that you'll die, that like emotionally you'll just die because you can't handle it. You don't have any coping mechanisms for dealing with the truth in your life. Guys, I'm telling you that it's not that bad. In fact, looking at the truth of your life is one of the greatest things you can do for yourself, for your kids, and for your wife, whether she comes back or not. That's why in our Empowered Man VIP program, we literally work on a whole section called Owning Your Shit and Leadership. And the idea behind it is that you take account for the areas in which you failed and which you contributed to the failure of the marriage, and that puts you in that powerful position for her to come back and if she doesn't come back, you didn't manipulate her. You didn't make her do anything. You just lived your life and you found joy in it. I just reading two or three guys this morning in, in our VIP community, looking at their homework and reading how they're like, they've come to this realization, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to be okay. How many of you want to be able to say in six weeks or eight weeks or four weeks or two weeks, no matter what, at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay and I'm going to enjoy life and I'm going to live a great life. That's what happens when you stop lying to yourself. When you start looking at life and saying, this is what it is. This is where everything is at. I need to go internal, look at where I need to work on things and become the best man, the best father possible for my children because guys, they are watching everything you fucking do. They're watching every response to your ex-wife or your current wife. They're watching everything you say, everything you text. They're watching your mannerisms when you show up. They're watching the fact that you're checked out half the time because you're such an emotional basket case. They're watching all of those things. And here you are lying to yourself going, I'm going to be okay. And this isn't really affecting me or it's affecting me, but I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. I'll just, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to be all right. And lying to yourself and lying to yourself. Stop being a fucking liar. I know you want to live truth. I know you want to be challenged. The problem is you don't think you have what it takes. Let me tell you something. If you're in this group, if you're on my podcast, if you're listening to this, you have what it takes. You have what it takes to go through this journey and come out better than you did before. You have what it takes to become the best father possible. You have what it takes to become a thriving leader in your business, in your job. You have what it takes. You just need the fucking confidence to go do it. I want to give you that confidence. Listen to these messages. Listen to these videos over and over again. I got guys, that's all they do. They just sit there and play these things on, on auto and stuff. Take the confidence that I've got and give in giving it to you and receive that confidence. Realize that you can do this. And if you want help doing it, we'd love to help. We'd love to talk about what it looks like. Do we accept everybody? Absolutely not. 100% not. In fact, we turn down 85% of the guys that apply. And the reason for that is we want to make sure that guys are ready. They're in the right emotional frame. They realize they can't save the marriage. What they can do is put themselves in a powerful position to build a new marriage. And if she wants to join in that fight, awesome. And if she doesn't, it's on her. 
It's not on you. So guys, I'm going to say goodbye on this one. Think about it. Where are you lying to yourself? Where are you lying in your marriage? Where are you lying to your kids? And let's do it. Be honest with yourself. Stop fucking lying. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group. That's empoweredman.co, not com, .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.